Welcome to Selfish Podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, self-love, and self-indulgence. I'm Sarah. And I'm Morgan. And Selfish was created out of my desire to spread a message of self-love and putting yourself first. In a world that is designed and profits from running us too hard, paying us too little, and making us doubt ourselves too much, our goal is to support us all in being a little more selfish. Each week, we will talk about ways we care for ourselves, from therapy to astrology, self-dates to identity. We are two friends who love to talk about these things for ourselves, for each other, and for our communities. So each week, we'll journal about a topic, and then we'll come together to share our reflections with each other and with you. Come with us on this journal journey, and let's get selfish, fish. selfish podcasts we're your hosts i'm sarah and i'm morgan and we're so excited to be doing our first episode thank you all for being here this is so exciting i'm so excited this has been such a long time coming i'm wearing special earrings yeah just say it now very cute wearing my moon earrings trying to bring in good good energy good vibes so excited to be sharing this with the world i feel like we've been building to this for a while so Really looking forward to it. I am too. This is our little passion project. Yes. Uh, We're going to have so much fun. We're going to go on this great adventure for all of us together, individually, collectively. We're going to talk about ourselves a lot, about our reflections, our experiences, and hopes that they can support you in your journey. We'll give you tips and journaling prompts so we can all fill up our cups and lift each other up. We want you to join us on this journey. So the first episode, the topic is self-care, which is one of our three pillars of selfish. We're all about self-care, self-love, and self-indulgence. So that's what our first three episodes are about. Every week, we'll start with a check-in question, and then we'll discuss the topic that we chose to journal about for the episode. Each topic will be centered around self-reflection and well-being. At the end of each conversation, along with the journaling prompt that we will give you for the next episode, we'll also give you a self-care suggestion to try. And we encourage you to share your experiences with us, with your writings with us, if you're comfortable. We really want you to be a part of this process with us. We want it to be a conversation between us and with you. We're really excited to have you all along with us. You can find us at a little more selfish on Instagram and share the ways that you're being a little more selfish every day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So since this is our first episode, we want to spend some time introducing ourselves and sharing what brought us to do this podcast um, before we dive into the topic of self-care. So our check-in question this week is, who are you? So Sarah, who are you? Such a big question, but I am ready. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. So my name is Sarah. Um, My pronouns are she, her. I'm a black girl, I'm a Capricorn, I'm a lover, I'm a healer, I am a student of life and literally because I'm in a master's program. I'm a daughter, a sister, and somebody's fine-ass auntie. I have (laughs) plants, (laughs) the kind that are easy to take care of, Um, and I'm really into alternative medicine and home remedies. 
Um, if you didn't ask, I'm still going to tell you what might fix whatever it is you're complaining about. <laughs> um, I work really hard on self-discovery and self-healing. I want to travel more. I'm a musician in recovery. I really enjoy a well-made garment. Um, I'm not like into trends, but I am into clothes and style. Um, I love the sun. I love heat. Um, I like making jewelry and my favorite thing to wear are crop tops. <laughs> um, I'm also someone who deals with depression, ADHD, and anxiety. And because of that, I think a lot about mental health, self-care, and radical self-love. And that's kind of where Selfish came from. Um, it's really a story of my personal journey through myself and to myself. And through that, I found that for me, um, I was not always listening to Sarah and prioritizing Sarah. <laughs> um, would often stretch myself too thin in work and in my relationships with friends and family. So being overly given and too available for people and taking on too much really started to take a toll. Um, and I knew at a certain point that I needed to start being more selfish. Um, and I had to start reaccepting and kind of reclaiming that word of being selfish. Um, because in the case when you are giving too much, <laughs> um, being selfish really isn't a bad thing. Um, so I started reframing that for myself and that's where the name selfish comes from. Um, I think black girls all over the world, <laughs> people of color all over the world, marginalized folks all over the world can stand to be a little more selfish. Um, yes, snaps to that. Sorry to interrupt you, but just thanks. have to cheer that on. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's a little bit about me. Yes. Thanks for sharing all that with us. Um, yes. I know so, you. And yet every time I hear you talk about yourself, I learn something new about you. So, love that. Who are you, Morgan? Who am I? Um, yeah, I'm Morgan. Uh, I use they or she pronouns. Um, I am a white, racialized, multi-ethnic person of Iranian and Norwegian descent. I'm queer. I practice non-monogamy. I am a sister, a daughter, a friend, a community member. I'm Pisces Sun, Gemini Rising, Enneagram number seven. Um, I work in education um, and... I am energized and committed to learning, to growth, exploration, expansion of what is possible within myself and within the world and beyond. Um, I, I think it's important to mention that I'm not coming to selfish from any sort of professional connection necessarily, but I'm always interested in learning more and I'm, I'm a very curious person. I'm interested in learning how can we individually and collectively be better. Um, and I believe in collectivity and that we're all connected. I reject this idea of individualism and really believe that we are all connected as people. Um, so I'm excited to, to approach this topic from there. Um, I do wanna share, and um, I think it's important that I place my uh, thinking around self-care in this podcast within a larger context of uh, values and my theory of change, our theory of change. I want to be clear and explicit in my belief of self-care as a tool to be used, detached from the individualized notion of self and solely for personal function of self-care. So what I mean by that is self-care can sometimes be framed as just for one person, but I want to be really clear that and explicit that I'm coming to this podcast from an understanding that we are all connected, not just through 
um, not just on the surface, but really an interconnected notion of what is humanity, what are people, how are we all connected, and that we are like collective beings. Um, so, so really thinking about self-care as a function for the self as collected to, lar- to the larger community and society. That self-care, as I talk of it, is always tied to community care. The self is always tied to the collective. Uh, my favorite astrologer, Chani Nicholas, recently said that she believes justice starts within us. And that really was resonating with me. It made me think of this podcast um, because we want us all to practice self-care, to heal ourselves, to heal our history, and to connect to our purpose in this world and show up in the world for each other um, and for the planet from a place of love, care, accountability, and to make more space for others. So that's a little bit about me and what I'm, you know, where I'm coming from and what I'm bringing to this podcast. So really excited to, to be on this journey with you all. And I really want to thank you, Sarah, for inviting me into this. This really is, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about the origin story of this podcast, but we have been friends for many years. We lived together for some time. Um, As Sarah talks about the origin story, you'll see. And I am so grateful for you inviting me into this project, to this iteration of your your work, and really excited to to be on this journey with you and to share it with everyone. So so thanks for, for bringing me into your vision. And I think we'll talk a little later about some of the the challenges that that came up as we were thinking through this around our various identities and what we're bringing to the project. But I just want to explicitly say in front of everyone, Sarah, thanks for for having me be a part of this, this beautiful vision of yours. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of my my crazy (laughs) brain and the stuff I come up with. I love your brain. (laughs) I love how willing my friends are to to do the random things I think of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this is going to be so fun. And I like that you kind of started that conversation around identity um, and community, because that's something I wanted to talk about to start us off to um, around kind of our ideology at Selfish. Um, so for me, as a Black racialized person, as a woman, um, I'm someone who experiences systematic oppression, um, marginalization, exploitation, and we all do to some degree, or a lot of us do to some degree, and we have privileges as well. So um, when we talk about selfish, we're really talking about making sure that you are filling up your cup and taking care of yourself to the degree that you have need. Um, So like, you know, marginalized folks all over the world, like I said, can probably stand to take care of themselves a little bit more. I think as we grow, um, when you grow up experiencing oppression, experiencing marginalization, um, something that comes along with that is a deep community mindedness um, that you were talking about. You know, we're part of a bigger system. We're part of ancestry. We're part of something larger. And with that, you know, there comes, you know, I need to represent, I need to help other people along, I need to pay dues back to the people that helped me. Um, And that's a lot of weight. (laughs) Um, And that weight is typically placed squarely on top of the weight that you already experience with whatever oppression you're already experiencing, um, just through existing in the world that we live in. So selfish is about bringing that stress level (laughs) that is want to get really high down. Um, And I've created the show in hopes that the things that we talk about will help folks to recenter and refocus and to remember that you are part of your community and that community care also means making sure that you're taken care of because 
you can't take care of others until you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to put the oxygen mask on <laughs> and then you can grab somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think being part of our communities is wonderful and important. Um, but we can't become shadows of ourselves trying to fulfill that role. So selfish is about, you know, bolstering that up, making sure our cups are full so that we can be fully and actively part of our community and do what we got to do and what we want to do. Um, so I hope that you all find something in all of this that you can take with you and you know, help you be a little more selfish. Mm, I love that. Love that. Um, I'm just sitting and letting that all, all that brilliance marinate. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. do you, do you have, um, more to say about selfishes? Nope. The origin story of selfish. Yeah, I yeah. do. So selfish began, um, basically as part of my, my own self-care journey, um, through my like depression and anxiety and kind of dealing with my own diagnoses, um, I just started trying to take care of better care of myself um, and thinking about myself more and doing things for myself and kind of like, you know, take the plank out of your own eye <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and I was really starting to track that progress and journal more and spend more time with myself, um, read more critically, like try to bring things into my life that were, um, more positive that vibrated with me. Um, and I remember on a phone call I'm with Morgan, we were catching up and, uh, I was just sharing like, yeah, I'm doing all this stuff and I really want to share like this process with the world. (laughs) Um, And I think I want to start a podcast about it uh, where folks can kind of like journal along with us and go through the process together, do activities, um, and just kind of share stories of their journey through like self-love. And I remember you were like, oh, that sounds really great. And had literally just gotten done telling me, you know, I've been thinking about wanting to do another project, like just do something creative or productive, like maybe join a podcast or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we always talk these things through and our friendship and relationship is a big part of my self-care and a big part of like my journey through like being more selfish um, because you're, you've been very positive influence, you know? So, (laughs) um, I was very happy when the idea struck like, uh, hey, Morgan, (laughs) do you want to do this with me? And that's kind of where it started, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was so I was so honored you you asked me to to join in on this. I love I love our conversations, whether it's sitting in the living room when we were living together or, you know, calling and having hour long conversation or hours long conversations to check in about life and process through things going on. You know, I, I, I shared with you, I think, when you first proposed the idea to me around some of my hesitancy around joining the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. As a uh, person who moves through the world as white, um, because, um, you know, I think that self-care for folks who are privileged can sometimes be used as a, um, as a way to escape or can be used as a way to avoid accountability. Um, and, and so I think, um, in the way that you were talking about how 
um, marginalized communities often are um, placed with expectations of the entire community or really, you know, like you said, got to bring other folks along. I think often white folks, it can, white folks or people who hold privilege can, can move from a really individualized mentality of my life is about me and I'm going to take my wins for myself and I'm going to, you know, hustle and grind for myself to keep climbing the ladder and, and be mm -hmm. successful. Um, and so I think, you know, I want to be, as I said, real explicit about for those of us who hold privilege. And I think in particular, or I mean in particular for white folks, um, because that is an identity that we lead with in the world, that people look at us and that's how we, um, you know, that follows us everywhere, that um, self-care can't be solely about ourselves and our care and our comfort, our well-being, because the world grants us care in a way that non-white people don't get to experience. So we are required to do self-care in order to show up in the world, uh, in the work of dismantling white supremacy um, and its ways of being from within ourselves and make a world where we all have equal access to care, pleasure, health, and happiness. Um, so what I mean explicitly about that, right, is, you know, as, as folks who move through the world as white, we do not have to wor worry about um, being, you know, our lives being threatened when we're stopped by the police. We do not have to be um, worried about if our names will mean that we will not get apartments, um, right? Or if we will be profiled against just based on what our name says on a resume. We don't have to worry about, you know, our kids, what's going to happen to our kids when they go out in the street, if they're going to experience some kind of violence um, in the same way that people of color do. Um, those are just some examples. And so... Um, self-care doesn't require right re recovering from those mm -hmm. kind of cares but you know i recognize that we all hold oppressed and privileged identities so this of course has a recognition of all of the ways our other identities intersect but i just um you know want to be mindful that self-care for white people who move through the world as white must always as i see it come with a call for collective action and to be for collective change to do the work internally of dismantling how we show up from a place of, you know, white supremacy, if that's, you know, defensiveness, you know, uh, internalized bias, all of these things, um, and also creating a world where um, everybody has equal access to self-care. So that was some of my hesitancies around showing up. Um, and it's it's a complicated conversation, but I think it one is. that we, we can have and um, we're, we're going to do our best, y'all. We're going to do our best, <laughs> and we're glad to have you all in the conversation with us and on this journey with us. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love your perspective, and I love what you bring, because I think it's important to, like, have that two-ness. Um, and, like, hey, folks, like, you know who you are. <laughs> y'all know who you are. So you know if you're someone, you know what you need, and you know how you move through this world. So you know if you're someone who needs to, you know, love harder or if you're someone that needs to like take a look in the mirror and reflect and love on yourself and then go and use that um, to fight whatever fight there is to fight. There are plenty of them. Choose, choose one. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, so I, I think that this is going to be great. Um, mm -hmm. I'm real hype about it. Yeah. And yeah, shall we get into the self-care th thematic overarching episode conversation? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's talk about self-care. Um, I thought we'd start with a definition of self-care first, like just a Googleable <laughs> definition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that 
Mm-hmm. It, that rolled off the tongue, didn't it? Um, Can you say it again for me? Googleable. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it came out twice. I didn't think I could say that twice. Um, so, Google via Oxford Languages defines self care as the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. It also defines it as the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. What do you think of those definitions? I like those definitions. I like the, um, the, um, way that it talks about improving one's health, um, and then an active role in preserving one's well-being in a time of extreme stress if if, mm-hmm. that, if i'm i think i'm paraphrasing but yeah um because yeah. because what i hear with the improve one's health to me that just brings to mind healing which i think mm. is a big part of self-care um but then also you know caring for yourself in times of of stress if of you know extreme stress or not i mean arguably we can get into that um, <laughs> okay. and the other thing that jumps into in out for me is around practice um, like practices of self-care practice being something that you do regularly, that you practice on a regular basis versus, you know, just doing a one. I mean, you can do one off self-care things, but I really think of self-care as right. kind of a, a more sustained and regular activity that can maintain well-being versus when you get to the point where your battery's really low or your cup's real empty and you got to try and fill it back up. But a practice of keeping your cup full, keeping your well-being as well as it can be. Yeah. Um, so I'm I surprisingly like those definitions. I'm a little skeptical of definary, de- dictionary definitions. Same. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, dictionaries have an agenda. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you, I don't always trust Oxford, but yeah, that was good. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. What do you think? What do you think I like those definitions? definitions too. I feel like it fully captured like the breadth of self-care. So it talks about like preserving or improving health. Um, which is a part of it. So like for me, like I was saying with depression, um, self-care is about like maintaining health. It can be about like maintaining mental health, but it can also be about like maintaining your life in ways that it's difficult to when you have depression. So like doing dishes and like showering. (laughs) Um, But self-care can also be about, you know, protecting, oh, it says protecting your well-being. That's Mm. so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And your happiness. So like that could just be getting your nails done. And I feel like there's that really large spectrum of self-care. So I'm surprised, but like delighted that both of those are here. Cause I feel like that captures everything. And I also want to echo like, yes, it is a practice. Um, like you were saying, it's not a thing. You can't just like stock up, oh, you know, self-care on 100, like, and now I'm done. Now I've reached nirvana (laughs) um like i have completed it i've done the self-care i am the self now like it's a it's a practice it's a journey it's something that is ongoing forever um so i mean that's why we said come on the journey because (laughs) it's a journey and it moves forwards and backwards and it's something you constantly have to put work into um some days it'll feel like you need a lot of it some days it'll only feel like you need a little so this is yeah those were pretty good pretty solid and for anyone who doesn't like hears the buzzword self-care but doesn't know what it really means that's why i wanted to read the definitions i think that captures it so it it really means anything that you do 
individually to take care of you. Um, and that can mean anything because it's everyone is their own entity. So whatever it means for you. And I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm um, talking about the definitions of self-care. When I first heard like self-care and it started becoming pretty snappy and buzzy. Um, I think I was in college. Uh, and at that time, self-care to me was like really poppy and really fun. <laughs> like treat yourself. Hashtag self-care. Right. Treat yourself. Um, it was like, Ooh, we're going to dinner and a movie. <laughs> like we're going to get our nails done. Um, like that kind of I'm going to go do fun shit just for the sake of it. Cause I don't have to have a reason to do fun things, which is important. And that is self-care, but it's not the only self-care. Um, and now I feel like I think more of self-care is like the mundane sometimes, you know, the, you know, making sure my plants are good. Um, you know, did I pack my lunch for tomorrow? <laughs> um, making sure I'm getting enough sun, drinking water. You know, it's, it's not as it's not as fun it's not as sexy um and sometimes it is the like treat yourself go on a vacation kind of situation but i feel like as i have matured um <laughs> the definition of it has changed for me a bit which i think is good um to and it just kind of captures more realistically what it is because all of those things are really important and i i think in selfish i want to stress that like I think it's super important to drink a lot of water and I also think it's super important to take a lot of vacations because you want to and to have absolutely no reason for them. <laughs> like all of those Again. things exist on the same. Mm -hmm. Our pillars of selfish are self-care, self-love, and self-indulgence. Bing, bang, boom. Like <laughs> <laughs> it all, it all is super important to the self and to the self like healing and love and development. It's all, it all has to get in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you've talked about, um, self-care as like parenting yourself mm -hmm. as like, you know, looking out for yourself and, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else to say other than parenting yourself, but that's one that, that I think about of like, um, yeah, sometimes self-care is like, Morgan, you got to go to bed early, even if I want to yeah. stay up and, and watch TV or, <laughs> uh, you know, make sure to eat your vegetables or some of those things that, right. um, you know, my, my inner child may not be into, but the, the self-care parent tells me are good for me and, and usually end up making me, making me feel better on the other end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is, yeah. it is like a reparenting or a, yeah, like a picking up where your parents left off or reparenting and like healing from maybe some of the parenting. Cause we, mm -hmm. we know how that goes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's taking up the mantle of being responsible for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think self care can, there's can be like a time traveling aspect to self care. Ooh. Like that. Yeah. Right. Just, just go with me on this. Um, <laughs> that self care sometimes can be self care for the moment, right? Like self care for the present, what feels good right now. You know, if that's, um, you know, going to, 
get a manicure if that's your thing. It's not my thing, so you'll you won't hear me talk about that one. <laughs> um, but like taking a bath, you know, or doing something that is that feels good in the moment, eating something absolutely delicious. Um, but then there's sometimes self care that is relating to your past self. So it could be healing from something, right, or mm. reconnecting with a part of yourself that you have. Um, been disconnected from whether that's from trauma or you know just time socialization um and then sometimes there's self-care for your future self right so that might be um making decisions that may not feel great in the moment but are good for you down the road it could be like going to bed early um or one that we often talk about or that i talk about is like <laughs> saving for retirement is one that doesn't feel great in the moment but i'm doing self-care for 75 year old morgan yes. um Such yeah and, and <laughs> I'm trying she's trying um or you know so some examples of like past like healing or self-care for my past self um when I think about my self-care journey I think I was really good at self-care as a kid like mm. I was um a loud kid um and really spoke up for myself I said what I wanted I did what I wanted to do I like when I think of myself as a child I had a really wonderful time I was like you know I'm into this I'm gonna do this thing I'm not into this I'm not gonna do it you know um but I think over time I started getting kind of separated from that or Mm -hmm. you know one that I can think of specifically I was a really active kid I loved running around I was always climbing trees jumping off things moving around wiggling which I'm sure was really obnoxious for the adults in my life um But I remember getting a lot of messages at various points about being like too active for being a young girl and like Mm -hmm. that, that I should be more still, or I shouldn't be doing these things. I remember doing ballet and it just was not, was not the thing for me as someone who wanted to be moving a lot. And a lot of ballet is like holding specific postures, you know, and, um, about (laughs) kind of still strength where I was wanting to play soccer, which is a very active strength. And so I, I just feel like I got a lot of messages at a young age of like, if you're going to be a proper girl or being a girl, like I was too active for being a girl. And so there started to be this way that I was comparing myself to other people or trying to monitor mm-hmm. my activity and disconnecting from something that was true to me because it felt like it wasn't, I wasn't doing it right. Or I wasn't supposed to be like that. Mm. Um, and you know, so, so some of my self care now is like allowing myself to heal around like gender and activity or like gender and like physical movement, um, in, in ways. So some of that is like meditation and like just reconnecting Mm. to my younger self. Some of it is like developing a movement practice every day because it's something that I disconnected from. And then, but it is something that is really good for me. And when I do move in the mornings, I feel much better afterwards. So that's like a way that, that both around meditation and like movement, but movement connected to like healing from the past and being okay with whatever expression I have, that it's okay for my gender, right? That it doesn't yeah. make me any less of whatever gender I am. Mm. Yeah. I never put that together, but that makes so much sense. You're doing a good job, sis. I mean and it feels it feels different on different days I appreciate before you said something about like it moving forward and backwards and I think Mm -hmm. that's important to mention for self-care too it's like we talk about it on a journey but it's not a journey where you're heading in one direction and you're going to get to some destination sometimes you're walking along and then all of a sudden you realize you're back where you started or you've been going backwards you've gone sideways and you've got to recalibrate or the self-care you were doing it doesn't work anymore or it's not functioning in the same way or you know, so I think there's also a piece in here that's really important around like self 
reflection and self-discovery of like making time to connect with yourself to to check in about what is really self-care why am I doing these things how like how does it how does it tie into my self-care journey because you know it, it can be different on different days sometimes I do movement in the activity I'll go or excuse me movement in the morning I'll go for a run and sometimes it's just a run sometimes I go for a run in the morning and it feels really meditative and I have like flashbacks to childhood and it feels real profound and sometimes mm. I go in the morning and I do half of it and then I'm like nope fuck this I'm going home <laughs> and you know that can all be within the same week or in the course of a month and I I, you know, have, have learned through other self-care practices, whether that's meditation, therapy, all these things for those all to be okay. Cause for yeah. a while it was like, if I'm running, I have to be doing it for muscles and doing it for all these, you know, strength building things. And now I'm, I'm allowing myself more like grace and reflection for whatever the, the experience brings to me that it, that all of those are okay. And that, mm on the days where I say I'm going to run a certain amount and I don't make it that far, that that's not a failure. It's just like today's not the day and I can adapt and, you know, run a little bit less than I had told myself in the morning. And it's literally sweat off nobody else's back. Yeah. Right. Like nobody else. Why do I spend, I used to spend so much time being like, I said I was going to run five miles and I ran two and then feeling a lot of shame about it. What's the point? Who's going to check you? Right. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Right. And I feel better afterwards when I decided to run too and it's what my body told me to do it anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yes. You're right. You know, you reminded me something my mom always says is life never moves in a straight line. Mm. Yeah. And she's right. She's like, it just doesn't work like that. Like you think it will. Like you think I'll do this and I'll do this. Then I'll do this. She even... <laughs> raising us I feel like we got messaging of you do this and then you do this it's like you go to college you do the thing you you date somebody you get married then you move in with them and then <laughs> like there's this straight line of this is what you do and this is how it goes and try to keep on that straight and narrow but it really doesn't work like that and it didn't work like th- work like that for them either I, parents try to avoid struggle for you so mm. <laughs> they try to counsel you into like the best possible outcome um oftentimes or that's what my parents did but she's right and I'm glad that now we have a relationship where she can say that like yeah life doesn't really move in a straight line like I see you out here trying to make it pop like make it do a thing <laughs> that it's just not gonna do right now and that's fine girl like calm down <laughs> and um you know thanks mom one um but yeah it doesn't move like that it it's it is what it is every day you just kind of have to take it one day at a time earlier you were saying that um you thought I was a really hydrated person and that you admired that and I was like ha jokes on you <laughs> I just always have water around me because I'm really hydration minded, but I am always dehydrated. (laughs) And that's part of my self-care is like trying to make sure that I'm getting enough water in. Um, But it's often not a thing that I accomplish successfully. So, you know, it's people are seeing it on the outside and like I'm giving off this. Oh, yes. Oh, look at Sarah. She always has a water bottle. It's like, yes, and it's full. And her skin is glowing and looks hydrated and lush. Yeah, so. yeah thanks. Um, <laughs> it's, that's genetic pool. I mean, I, I am using a new skincare routine. So like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
I just try every day and I have to keep trying every day. Like, cause if I got down on myself about it, then it's like, oh, I just won't drink anything now. Like I can't do that, you know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I have to continue on this journey of some days I'm really hydrated. And like, I tricked my mind into understanding why we need to do this. Come on brain. Like we, we can drink that much water. It's going to be fine. There's no way you can overhydrate yourself. <laughs> it's not going to happen with you kid. Um, and then there are some days where it's like, well, we'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's really rich. I really appreciated you sharing that. Well, I'm talking about you and hydration, you talking about it or thinking about it so much. I, I was saying it always encourages me to drink more water, whether it's that you have a water bottle around you or you're just talking about how, oh, I should not need to drink more water. I'm dehydrated today. It's, mm. it's helped me develop a practice of drinking more water because it's not one that I, I notice. I'm just like, I'm feeling bad. I don't know what's up. And then I'll drink some water and be like, oh, that's Y'all see that community <laughs> care happening right there? Hello. Like still taking care of somebody, <laughs> but like focusing on taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. though I'm not doing it super successfully all the time, that's okay. Because I'm still focusing on me and focusing on the process. And Morgan thinks of water when she hears my voice. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. And that's why self-care is important. Because Mm -hmm. you can still help someone else. And you just have to keep helping yourself. You Mm -hmm. have to keep doing. So that you're hydrated Mm -hmm. and you don't pass out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's an an example, you know. Can I spring a question on you that we didn't talk about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are like three or five self-care practices that are serving you well or that you're obsessed with today or this week or right now? Mm. Okay. Um, one of them I have not been doing, but it it usually serves me really well. And that's walking. Um, when I was working a corporate job. I like when we got sent home, I just committed to walking two miles every lunch hour and like eating some at some point throughout the day so that I could just spend my whole lunch hour walking. And that was so good for my brain, (laughs) for my mental health, especially like I ended up losing weight uh, that I had been trying to get off too, but that wasn't my goal. Um, I just really like knew my body needed to move and I knew I needed personal space. So I, away from, you know, being quarantined with the family. So I just started walking because I was like, I think I need this. Uh, love it. Can't stop. Well, I did stop, but I think about it every morning. It's just really hot right now. Um, <laughs> two, did, how many did you say? Five? Like five? Why don't we do three? Okay, three. Um, so two. Um, oh, what was the second one I was going to say? My skincare routine. Um, I didn't grow up with a skincare routine or with like messaging around taking care of your skin. Um, I I have been blessed genetically with a really clear face and my mom has beautiful, beautiful skin. She never does anything to it. So she was like, you don't need to do anything to your skin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but as I've like gotten older, I had some skin issues that she didn't experience. So I've had to like figure out what to do with my skin. And I've started doing that um, as just a way to like take care of myself. I'm also bad at daily routines. Um, So my skincare routine helps me get used to the idea of like a good daily routine. Cause I hate routines cause I don't like monotony, but doing my skincare routine makes me feel good. And it like reprograms my brain around 
routines. <laughs> um, and then another last self-care thing that I do um, is making my bed. Hmm. Yeah. I try to make my bed every day just because I really value like clear space. Um, and doing that helps me when you have ADHD, it's like any kind or in some cases for me, um, clutter can be really distracting and really discouraging actually too. So I try to like, at least do that, um, to give my brain a good head start for the day <laughs> to give it a chance to get things done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Ooh, that was hard. Um, <laughs> now I'm gonna throw it back on you. What are your three? And then we're gonna throw it All back right. to you, audience. All right, get ready, everyone. Um, three self care practices I've been well, some of them I've been doing. So the first one I I can think of um, right now. I have been in a practice of every morning, um, first thing um, when I wake up, uh, making my coffee course and then reading an essay from the book uh, we do this till we free us by Miriam Kaba mm. um, it's a book about transformative justice and abolitionist organizing highly recommend everybody check it out um, it has been an amazing practice one just to like start my morning by not looking at my phone and by reading something has mm. been really nice but that book in particular has been incredibly grounding for me to start my morning reading um about abolition and about you know the world that we're moving towards and that we're fighting for that's not um, using police and prisons but is you know based in community care and transformative justice and collective you know accountability um so it gets my brain moving in a really um fulfilling direction and gives me always gets you know starts my day thinking about you know what I want to be doing what we're building towards um and and gets me kind of like grounded in in my values and in hope um Miriam Kaba has a quote that she says often that hope is a discipline um and and I have a couple of like art pieces that people have made based on that quote around my apartment and just is one that I really try and ground in because especially I mean you say especially right now things are just overwhelming all the time we're coming yes at the time of recording it's um vaccines for COVID are more commonplace and it's starting to feel like people are acting like the pandemic is not as is over Mm. but you know it's still around and you know the yeah anyway the world is overwhelming all the time so it's it's uh, grounding for me to be and it helps me feel in community around these things anyway so that's a practice that I've been engaging in right now um again also nice to just not check my phone first thing i just ordered some alarm clocks so i'm gonna start sleeping with my phone not in my room yeah (gasps) wow i'm so impressed yeah so um that was all one one (laughs) a second one is i recently repotted all of my plants in my house including an aloe plant that was like immensely overgrown so ended up with a ton it was like one huge overgrown aloe plant and broke up into about 15 little plants so now i have all these little plants around and most of my plants i had not ever repotted Mm. so just to have had that like time with each and every single one of them that's in my apartment of me having put it in there and then deciding which ones go where and put them in their cute little bowls it just makes me so happy it just brings me so much joy like checking on them i've never really been a plant person so we're trying here um and just like i've heard people describe like having plants you just got to pay attention to them Mm. and i'm I'm not at the i'm not one who like sings or speaks to my plants but now i'm like enjoying checking on them every day and it just like brings a little spark of joy to me every time i see them so that's another one then let's see a third um 
thing that I'm doing. Um, I've been meal prepping, Ooh. which is like a thing I've never done before. Of uh, like trying trying my best. I this is one where I really fall on and off, but trying my best to think about what I'm going to make through the week and then going grocery shopping um, or preparing and then preparing large quantities of the meals to be able to like just heat them up at certain times, mm. which um, cooking is, it can be really anxiety inducing for me. And I will skip meals because I feel overwhelmed by the prospect of cooking for myself. So this has been a great practice for saving time. It makes grocery shopping easier and it ensures that I eat Yeah. because I will just not eat because I feel too daunted by the task. That's it's really not even wrong. the cooking. It's having to come up with what to make that just overwhelms Yo. the crap out of me. Same. And so this has been, has been a really, um, I'm still kind of getting getting it together with this, but I've been doing it for a couple weeks on and off. And so today I just made, before recording, I made a big um, thing of sweet potatoes and chicken and making these grilled chicken sweet potato uh, salads for the next few Ooh, days. And, I'm coming um, over. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, cooking for other people is a whole different type of anxiety, but, you know, it works for me. I'm not a fantastic cook, but I'll eat uh, it. Oh, no. Mm-mm, I reject that. <laughs> you fed me. <laughs> when we you fed me too okay but when we lived together you uh oh google's trying to get involved when we lived together you cooked <laughs> i was like the vibe check for the, for the apartment sometimes but you you cooked mm. most consistently and i thank you i mm. thank you yes. for the vibe check <laughs> oh man well uh Thanks for sharing your self-care things right now. Yeah. And everybody, this is your turn. This is the start of it. Now you have assignments. We want to hear like Mm -hmm. what your self-care practices are. Why do you do them? Mm -hmm. What do you need help with? Mm -hmm. Do you need an accountability partner? Mm -hmm. Hit Mm -hmm. us up. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think it's time then for the selfish suggestion. (laughs) I know that's extra Mm -hmm. homework because we're giving you that too, but I also have a suggestion and we have, it's only homework. If if you only have to do it, if it feels nourishing, if it feels exciting. Yeah. If it feels like self care, we got to find a new word because homework just is such an anxiety inducing word. Suggestion. It's a suggestion. Yeah. We suggest that. Invitation. Yes. Yes. So next week we are going to be talking about self love. Um, so our journal prompts are, what is self-love to you? Um, how do you know when you're really loving yourself? And what are things you do to increase your self-love? So if you want to journal along with us, you don't have to, but if you'd like to, that's what we'll be talking about next time. And our selfish suggestion is do something that's self-care for you this week. You know? Yeah, we'll be journaling along um, to those prompts as well, and then we'll be kind of we'll be discussing our what came up for us, our reflections on those questions that that Sarah just shared, um, and. We've been in a practice of when we've been journaling for these episodes, taking pictures of, you know, when we get a particularly nice journal set up, taking pictures and sharing them with each other. So we encourage you, if you, you know, as you're journaling, if you want to share any reflections with us, you're welcome to, but, you know, your journal is for you. Or just share a picture with us of when you're journaling um, and or and or share um, your your 
yourself doing the, the suggestion of doing something for yourself, something that's self-care for you. And you can tag us at a little more selfish on Instagram. Um, you can email us as well. Um, uh, let's get selfish at gmail. Let's get selfish at gmail. Um, we'd love to hear from you. You know, share your journal prompts, share your yourself doing some self care, or any questions, any topic ideas. We we want this to be, um, a community. you know, a conversation. Yeah. yeah, a community. We're excited to have you along with us. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you for making it to the end of episode one. We did, we did it. Episode one. <laughs> um, thank you again, everyone. Uh, we look forward to seeing your posts and we look forward to talking with y'all again next time. Yeah. All right. We love y'all. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.